and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. taking three months off of social media but listen i'm giving listen look at it this way i'm giving you time to binge read and binge listen and catch up on just about four years of post you know i've been documenting and i've been posting um on a continual on a continual basis that i use that word right i i've been doing it on a constant basis that's not right <laughs> Help me, Lord. Listen, that's what I get for not speaking to you all. Listen, for the last four years. And uh, if maybe you're new, maybe you're a new follower, maybe you, you're part of my beautiful audience. But listen, I don't consider you just that, honey. You are my people. You are my friends. Listen, you are my family. So listen, with that being said, my name is Lisa Angel Trinity. And uh, listen, I didn't say it like I usually say it. Let me hold on a minute because let me hold on. I am, my name is Lisa Angel Trinity. There it goes. And uh, this is a Lisa Angel's podcast. Um, let me bring up my internet default page. So listen, I am, uh, listen, it is the 9th of November, 2023 <clears throat> at, uh, about 5.42 PM. Now, uh, I've, I've had some, uh, interesting days these last couple of days and, but God is, you know what God is? He's a friend, he's a healer and he is a provider. So I, I don't worry about too much. Um, with that being said, I was watching tonight. Not that this has anything to do with what I just said. But I was watching. I was eating my my snack. And uh, I had had, um, for your information, I had salad for dinner. With ramen noodles. <laughs> because I got to go grocery shopping. But look. I, when I cook, like, let's say I, I cook fast things like that. 
Like I don't eat fast food. It's just a no. But um and, and but every now and then I do treat myself if I have a craving. But I have my own regimen. It does work. And when I get my liposuction, you'll see. <laughs> but um, listen, my ramen. When I cook things like uh. When I, when I need something quick to eat, I'm hungry, but I don't want to do a three-course meal. Something like ramen noodles, let me tell you, okay? I cook it in very little water, and, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, I drain out all the water when it is, when it is done. And I add their seasoning gums with it. I, I put in soy sauce, original Asian soy sauce, original uh, duck sauce that you can find in your supermarket in the in the in the uh, Asian aisle. And uh, or and uh, I add peas, I add carrots, I add baby shrimp. Um, listen, honey, I, I just don't eat out of the bag like that. I'm a cook. So when I do things like even my Kraft mac and cheese, like I, my homemade mac and cheese, I do every now and then uh, during the course of the year. But it has to be like on a Sunday, like, you know, on Sabbath. I just can't eat it like in the middle of the week or on a holiday. Now, my homemade mac and cheese, I maybe do it three times a year. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's associated with the holidays or, or special events. So I can't eat it outside of that. It just ruins the sentiment. I, I know, I'm, listen, I'm getting to the point of my podcast. Hold on. But listen, I got to tell you I'm a cook. Listen, so with the crab mac and cheese, right? I I don't know. I, it's, it's a no eating right out of the box like that. Uh, it's supposed to be a starter meal. So you're not just supposed to eat it out of the box like that. So what I do is I add... Uh, I, I follow. I, I don't follow the directions. First of all, I boil the noodles. I, uh, I add their seasoning that does come with the box. But then I add fresh, sharp cheddar. I add fresh mozzarella cheese, shredded. I add uh, if I want a seed food meal. I add uh, sautéed lightly, very lightly sautéed in garlic. Um, baby shrimp and um or medium-sized shrimp and uh i the shrimp cooks down so it's not as you know large as it appears when you first buy it frozen and uh you know sometimes i add broccoli to it honey this is how i do my craft mac and cheese <laughs> so listen i went over somebody's house one time and they were serving craft mac and cheese and it was christmas and they just invited you know i just stopped by to say hi because somebody that I knew was there, and I looked, I said, that's your Christmas mac and cheese? I said, I saw the empty boxes, I said, no, I said, I'm sorry, I can't stay, I, I'm i cooking at home, and I have stuff on the stove, <laughs> that's a classic line, y'all, but it, <laughs> it was, it was true, I had stuff on the stove, but the stove was off, and I did cook for Christmas, <laughs> It's a no. I can't stay here. Well, my appetite eating out of the box like this. It's a no. So that is some ideas for you all. Okay? It's it is delicious. It is delicious. So uh usually I would say my future husband is going to be spoiled. And he will be. Anyway, honey, let me tell you something, women. 
Let me tell you something. A, ha a happy man. It, it, you know, listen. You need to feed your husband. Some of you, some of you, I understand that you also work. I understand that uh, you are also you you are role of mom and and sometimes sister and aunt and uh, for some of you grandmother. But listen, your husbands need to eat good food. They do. It, and it shouldn't be a chore. It shouldn't be a chore. It, when you love somebody, when you you are anxious to do for them because love is action. If it feels like a chore to you, you do not love this man. You do not love him. And when he eats your food, he can tell if you've cooked it with love. You need to feed your husband. That's my sidebar. So I, like I was saying, I was watching CBS News on my, off of my Samsung guide because I don't have cable. I don't know why I need cable. I, there's certain things I did want to see, like the debate, which didn't, I don't know. I, I thought I missed it. I don't think it came on any of the stations that I have with my smart TV. I could be wrong. It could have been on, but I missed it because I was working. But listen, uh, I was watching CBS News tonight, eating my snack, and like, I, oh, I got into the food thing. <laughs> how, how easily I become sidetracked, sidetracked. So listen, so I had salad with uh, ramen noodles, like the way I told you I cooked it. You know, I, I, I did my, my I, I tweaked it beautifully and I had a side bowl of salad and I had one pack of ramen noodles I don't eat any more than that um and I don't eat that much but uh that is what I had and uh my salad it had a fresh it had a red onion it had uh uh raw broccoli, fresh raw broccoli, and uh, it had uh, iceberg lettuce and uh, some Italian dressing. I could have put cheese in it, which grated cheese, which I forgot, which normally is what I do, but that was it with the side of my ramen noodles. Um, listen, so as I'm eating tonight, I see the segment on a woman that I grew up listening to if you were a teenager, adult, or listen, an adolescent, and you listen, if you were an if you were an adolescent, you had to sneak to watch her because your your parents, okay, it's a no. You about no, it's a no. When you when you get into high school, you can listen to Doctor Ruth. <laughs> so I haven't heard her name in a long time, and I haven't seen her on television in a long time. And as they're doing the segment on her, a really quick segment, I said, oh my, I said, listen, I tried to Google her by my uh, voice command of my TV, and it, it said, I don't understand. I said, oh, you don't know Dr. Ruth. <laughs> so I, I said, I'm going to do a podcast. So I'm going to, hold on, let me Google Dr. Ruth right now. So she is a sex doctor, y'all. And so, listen, this woman, listen, she is... <laughs> 
It says sex therapist, Dr. Ruth is New York's first loneliness ambassador. Honey, I'm right behind you, Dr. Ruth. Listen, I'm right behind you. Just what the doctor ordered. Listen, listen, Dr. Ruth, you have no idea how much I relate to you. You have no idea. This is a shout out to sex therapist, Dr. Ruth. I'm from New York. I am also I also teach sex education class through um, a department within my company under the um, under the umbrella of my corporation, LHA Ventures Corporation. And listen, I was so excited to see you on television. <laughs> I I grew up listening to her, and because I was autistic, I felt a little. <laughs> I don't know if it had anything to do with it, but it was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'll be listening to her. <laughs> but I, this is a shout out to sex therapist, Dr. Ruth. Listen, Dr. Ruth, please give me a call. Look me up. I listen. I grew up listening to you, watching you on certain talk shows and Listen, I, I, I really do admire you, honey. <laughs> you, listen, <laughs> you are a cool person. That's what, that is what I will say. It is uh, almost 13 minutes into my podcast. And um, I'm going to change the, the uh, article now, Dr. Ruth, but I love you. I love you. I love you. You're German. <laughs> German American. I love you, Dr. Ruth. <laughs> Let me see. I'm not crying. <laughs> listen, Dr. Ruth. I listen, I'm going to attach you to my hip and you're gonna live forever, okay? <laughs> You just cool. So God goes, you know, we don't have to, you know, in school and church, we don't have too many uh, educators or leaders or teachers who, who are honest with our children and with our, with our spouses and, and, uh, you know, and, and to just tell them the, the solid truth about sex, especially, especially if you are a Christian and then Christians have boring sex. You have to take my class, but I teach a good class, and, and Christian sex should not be boring. So um, that's another podcast. I do have plenty of podcasts on that topic, but not tonight. <laughs> so uh, it is almost 14 minutes into my podcast. The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Review, colon, the real Hollywood prequel, prequel that towers over something dot, dot, dot. Okay, The Hunger Games, colon, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Review. The real Hollywood prequel that towers over the rest—I <laughs> don't think so—of its franchise. It's a no. It's a no. 
This was done by IndieWire. It's a no. It's a no. This I, I watched the trailer, and and maybe someone said you, it's it's it, you know I'm prejudging, but listen. I watched I watched the trailer. Boy, I, I listen. Boy, was I disappointed. I was, I was disappointed. Now, I'm not saying there were bad actors or actresses. I'm not saying the plot wasn't good. I'm not saying the storyline was terrible. But when you have a formula that works, you, you don't change it. Do you understand? You, you don't change it. When the franchise has a humongous worldwide following, you don't switch it up. You just don't. Now, I don't know if the original characters became tired or or if they wanted something new. And that would be understandable because they've been doing it for a few, for years now. But then you got to say, I'm going to go out. You know, if you're going to go out, go out dancing. That's what my character Anika would say for my play. You know, if you're going, if you're going to go out, you're going to go out. If you're going to go out, go out dancing. You know, when you, you're on the top, because dancing is a sign of celebratory. Uh, 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 it's, a, it's a sign of being celebratory. And, listen, it just, I said, no, I, I can't watch it. I can't watch it. Now, I'm not discouraging viewers from watching the movie, but this was not. And I was not the only one. I, I didn't speak to a whole lot of people, but the few people that I spoke to, they said the same thing. Now, I don't know if they do cameos in it because I did not watch the movie. I just saw the trailer, but Jennifer Lawrence wasn't in it. Okay. The, I didn't see any of the original cast in it. And so I was... Uh, the main character. So I was very disappointed. It's, it's just that when you negate uh, when you negate so abruptly the characters that started the relationship between you and the viewers and they were there from inception you have to do this transition very carefully. Very, because you lose the sentiment in the movie, and you lose the sentiment, and and there is a disconnect between us and now the film, at least from from the persons that I spoke to and how I feel. So I, to say that this towers over the rest of the franchise, it's a no for me. It it does not. It does not. It does not. So, uh, I, I love this franchise. I'm a big Hunger Games fan. But it just, I, I don't want to, I'm going to try and watch it, but it's just, I was disappointed at the, uh, at the trailer. I really was. So, I'm, I, I mean, it's not fair to base it off just off the trailer, but just, it's, it's, when you watch the trailer of the other Hunger Games, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. It's just the sentiment is not there. And, and there is a disconnect for me. So maybe not for everybody else, but that's just my, that is my review. Based upon the trailer and, and what I've seen thus far, 
and I will try and watch it one day. <laughs> um, I'm going to do one more. It is 18 minutes into my podcast. Um... Okay, um, in reference to, this is a news article posted seven hours ago. Um, I am not Catholic. I am non-denominational, born-again Christian. I'll say that again. I am a non-denominational, born-again Christian. I do not affiliate myself with any man-made named organization like Baptist, Pentecostal, Apostolic, Catholics, Presbyterian, Lutheran, Church of God in Christ, uh, uh, you, na- you know, uh, none, none of it. You know, close your eyes, pick one, it's a no for me. So I am a non-denominational born-again Christian. So I, I am Jesus only, and uh, I, I serve Jesus. Uh, I do... S- believe in the Holy Trinity, God the Father, His Son Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Um, I believe in the baptism of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit, I retract that, I'm sorry. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, If you baptize in Jesus' name, that is also very well, that's fine. It's very well. Because the power is in the name. But, um, you know, the Bible does reference both. It is no wrong way to baptize when you use either of the one. There's so much, uh, you know, debate over that. And it's it's a shame because you'd be surprised how many churches and and people are divided between uh, uh, denominations based upon baptism so either one is is fine they're both referenced in the holy bible um and that you have to be saved um that's a churchy term but you have to have a yes to jesus in your heart and repent of all your sins in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven and you and and you must walk in love you know from one sheep to the next, you must walk in love. Uh, because love fulfills the whole law. And when you put God first, by default, the rest of your earthly, your earthly relationships will work out and be just fine. When you put God first, then by default, you will also treat others correctly. With that being said, uh, I'm a religious teacher as well, and uh, the the headline reads that Catholic Church allows transgender baptisms on condition of avoiding scandal. Now, I I, don't, I didn't read the article, and, and I am not going to. But I am not Catholic, but I do have my own ministry. I'm senior pastor and, and senior minister 
of of CIC Ministries. It is Christian Inspirational Congregation. Come next year, I expect to be in the venue. Right now, a lot of my ministry is done uh, electronically over the internet through social media, um, etc., etc. Um, I also uh, do. Tele, uh, telehealth or telecommunications um, I uh, offer therapy and Christian counseling via Zoom and or Microsoft Teams um, but I am a minister so transgender transgenders are people too they are people too. And there are a lot of individuals who are transgender who have received the surgeries, whom have grown the breast, but they love God. They love God. And you cannot, as a minister, judge this person and condemn this person because you are not home in the privacy of their prayer closet while they talk to God. You are not in their cars as they listening to gospel music. You are not in the privacy of their shower as they cry tears so that the rest of the world does not notice as the water then runs from the shower head onto their faces. You are not there. There are some who are confused. There are some who are not confused, but they are trying to get right and they love God. There are some who are trying to walk in love from one sheep to the next. And we cannot deny a transgender a baptism because you condemn them and you say no because they don't deserve it because they're transgender. Well, let me just explain something to you. Transgenders have souls. Transgenders are people and they need love and they need support. Now, I have a saying. The writing or the picture is already dry in the cement. The cement is already dry. Let me just put it simply. I have a saying because I have, to dis I have this discussion with a group of people already. The cement, the cement is already dry. And let me ex explain by what, let me explain what I mean by that. Who they are now is now part of their personality. It is part of their personality. And they have boobs. And they have boobs. Which they have feeling in. Now, I do not condone homosexuality, but he is now with she. It is in her personality. It is in the way she walks and the way she talks. She has boobs now. And, but listen, she's a good person. She's a Christian and she loves God. Now, she has given a yes to Jesus, and she is not a homosexual, which means she would have to marry 
um, a woman who would be able to satisfy her in her uh, in the physicality that she now has as a human being. You cannot say no to this person because she is a transgender. The cement is already dry. Do you understand? And the only way to change this person the way you want them to be is to break up the cement. To break up the cement. Ask a contractor or a construction worker what it, how much muscle it takes to break up cement. When the foundation already has God in it, they have made some mistakes. Maybe they were confused. Maybe they were, a lot of them, you don't understand. I know, I know some transgenders. And a lot of them are broken. And they don't need another minister to come and judge them and condemn them. And say you can't get baptized because of your physicality. It's a no. Because at the end of the day, God wants them to get into heaven and cares about the heart of the person. That's Bible. As man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And he cares more about that person's heart being right than them not being saved at all, or them not being Christ-like at all, or them not loving God at all, or them not being Christians at all. Because at the end of the day, even in the skirt that they may be wearing, that is left in the box and their bodies decay and their souls and their souls go one direction or the other. And we want the soul to go up. What I'm trying to say, the cement is already dry. God is not in the business of breaking people. He heals people. He loves people. Now, I am not going to uh, stay on the topic much longer. But this is not encouraging someone to become transgender. You must ask God to take the feeling that makes you not want to be the way he created you because then it is like a slap in his face because you're saying to God you didn't know what you were doing and God always knows what he's doing so you ask God to take the feeling I want to be content with who I am you are a perfect God and you do all things well help me love myself but for those who are now transgender and you received the surgeries and you, you gave a yes to God, you love Jesus, the cement is already dry. And he cares more about you getting into heaven than trying to make you take off a skirt. Because at the end of the day, it is not the skirt that will be judged. It is your heart, understand? So, uh, again, anything that hurts is not God. 
And I would never suggest if I had, a, you know, I have members under my ministry. And I, listen, I, I, I'm not, I would never, never suggest that this transgender woman go through the surgery and cut off her breast now. It, it is, no. Anything that hurts is not God. It, it, it's, it's a no. The, no, it's a no. The cement is already dry. Who they are is embedded now into their personality, down to the way they talk, down to the to the to where they process it, to the way they think. I mean, because I see, I understand people, and I'm saying too much because you know, I I typically uh, I'm good at paying attention to detail, and I know I know people, but even the way a man and woman thinks is different. Do you understand? So, the cement is already dry. And God is not into breaking people. So it's a no for breaking up the cement. Because you think they are not worthy of a baptism. It's a no. Get, get your stuff together before you make me use slang. Get it together. So uh, the church should allow transgender baptisms. It's absolutely yes. But when you go to do the certificate, okay, let, I'm fair. When you do the certificate, the baptism certificate, and, and you put the gender down, it must be the birth gender of the said person. Okay? See, I'm fair. It must be the birth gender of the said person. So, if they were born a male, it should say male on the certificate. If you were born a woman, it should say female on the a baptism certificate. Did I say birth certificate? I meant to say baptism certificate. Okay? Okay. So it is now 32 minutes and some seconds into my podcast. This has been Alisa Ann Giles' podcast. And I'm warm because my air conditioning, my air conditioning is not on. So I'm going to quickly end this so I can turn on my air conditioning. And um, you all have a beautiful evening. I know, I know, you didn't get your, <laughs> I didn't do a Sabbath, a Sabbath uh, podcast on Sunday, I know, so you got this today, it's not, it's not Bible, it's sort of Bible, I taught about, I, I said some stuff about the Bible, look y'all, just, just go with it. <laughs> So listen, you all have a good one. I love you all. God bless. This is Elisa and Jael Trinity. And uh, all right, later. I have a problem with my mouse again. I'm waiting on Grandpa Gates to buy me a new one.
you for joining Alisa and Giles podcast, where my motto is, you can always be a better version of who you were before. You could always be a better version of who you were before. Bye.